I can like really talk right into it. There you are. Darian, I am here to give you people another hot sausage injection of horror goodness, and we are going to double team you tonight. I'm going to go in the butthole, buddy's coming in your mouth. Yeah. What's up, buddy? <laughs> We're going to Eiffel, ti- Eiffel Tower you with horror schmutz on your face and pro- pop- probably your backside, too. <laughs> yeah. What's going on, buddy? Oh, you know... Uh- uh, it was a easy early out day at work today. Oh, very cool. Yeah, no internet. Oh, no. Yeah, come back from lunch and uh, Wi-Fi, nothing. Oh, Let's shit. just send everybody home. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, that's fuck. pretty cool. I mean, it's good for you. Yeah. It's not good for the company. No, well, we were pretty slow, but uh, when the big boss man flies in to check out oh, our perfect. new our new robots and he gets there, oh, sorry, we can't show you the robots because they're connected to Wi-Fi. The whole shit is <laughs> fucked up, sir. Yeah. That's all I can tell you. Mm-hmm. Your fucking bullshit doesn't work. <laughs> Get it out of here. Get it yeah. out now. So he came in, hung around for about 45 minutes, said, well, I can't do emails, so uh, maybe another time. Oh, shit. <laughs> See ya. That sucks. That reminds me of that scene in... Uh, have you ever seen Saving Silverman? Oh, yeah. When uh, Jack Black is doing this, he works at Subway, mm-hmm. and the fucking idiot, the corporate guys come in, and the idiot put the meat on the outside of the bread. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, meat on the inside, bread on the outside. Take it away. <laughs> Take, it, Take away. it away. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that sucks. Yeah. But at least you got a half day out of it. Yeah, so I got a half day. That was pretty cool. Uh, anything going on with you? Uh, no, I think I have found the key to my Dragon Balls. I, uh, it's many, is that what you're calling them? Uh, yeah, it's, it's what I, I, I I say that I suffer from Dragon Balls. Yeah, uh, I'm a long distance runner. Most of you guys know that. And periodically, mm-hmm. dude, I get this heat rash. It's obviously oh. worse in the summer, mm-hmm. but it's from my balls mm-hmm. uh, rubbing up against the inside of my legs. Yeah, and it is bad, dude. Yeah, it makes my junk look like Freddy Krueger. Right. Yeah, it looks like a pepperoni pizza down there. Yeah, right? I, I've tried everything. I've tried like, uh, oh, like the oh, spray, you get it too? like tough. Oh yeah, I get okay. it. Okay. Um, I've tried different underwears, like briefs or whatever, and it doesn't matter what you wear, what you put on it, it all happens. I'm gonna, I'm gonna save your life right now. Oh yeah. Yes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna open up your mind and your body and your nether regions. Free balling it, huh? No, 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 no. no, no? That's bad. I oh. tried that. I thought, <laughs> oh, you did. <laughs> I, th- I thought that would be a good idea. I hit <laughs> yeah. it with some talc, and I'm like, I'm just going commando today. Yeah. And then by noon, I was like, ah, ah, what is he doing? I can't get out of this chair. No, there's a uh, new style of Hanes underwear. Really? And it's got like an envelope on your dick. 
Huh. And it it holds your package in there. Yeah, but it doesn't. The underwear doesn't like rub on it. No, that's... no, it keeps everything firmly in place. Huh. And because it's got this little envelope thing, it like goes up around the boys, and then that way they don't rub up against the inside of your leg. Hmm. They just rub up on the underwear. All right. I'll. Uh, I would offer to model for you if you'd like. <laughs> it's okay. I don't need to see it all. Are you sure? I can, I can <laughs> yeah. show you the dynamics. I want to see the talc. You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's uh, it, it kind of feels like somebody has their finger on your taint all day. Yeah. So that's kind of disturbing. But okay. Hey, if it takes care of the dragon balls, then I <laughs> it teases your taint. Hey, you know what? If I get a little tickle on the dickle while I'm walking yeah. around, I'm okay with that too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, goddamn it, There's buddy. There's for that. Oh really? Do you know any? <laughs> Let's get into the fucking horror show here, dude. We got horror news. We got listener mail. Mm-hmm. We got all the usual shenanigans. We have no Miss Monica uh, this weekend, mates. She is prepping for surgery as we speak. Uh, she's probably not going to make next week either, just so you know. So, in the meantime, you're stuck with uh, the Darian and Buddy show. Sorry. Yeah. Horror news. horror news you got anything for us there buddy yeah did you know that bill skarsgård is in talks to join keanu reeves in john wick chapter four i'm into it yeah i like that guy Mm -hmm. um i like that whole family me too i the whole skarsgård i like the whole john wick franchise oh yeah Definitely. Um, I don't know how I feel about Skarsgård as an action star. Yeah, I don't know. This will be a good test. He's going to have to... Uh, we're going to have to see him shirtless, I'm sure, oh, at yeah, some point. I'm sure. He's going to have to beef up for it. Mm-hmm. He's no Alexander Skarsgård. No. I'll tell you that. Yeah. But I don't think Alexander Skarsgård is any Bill Skarsgård. There's a, there's a lot of different range to the Skarsgårds. <laughs> there is. You know what I mean? You, you got, got your like, old man You got your old man Skarsgård. <laughs> you got your young, hunky Skarsgård. You got your sweet, innocent-looking Skarsgård who periodically can play a psycho clown. Oh, yeah. And do it well at oh, that. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm into it. I'm going to check it out. Yeah, so it uh, releases Chapter 4 on May 27th, 2022. Yep. Yeah. Sweet deal. So it's coming. I'm into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lock and Key, uh, if you're familiar with that, will return to Netflix for Season 2 uh, this October. I got to get caught up on that one. Oh, dude, it's awesome. Is it? Yeah, it's pretty good. I got to, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Yeah, it's kind of like your uh, Eli Manor, you know, those kind of, mm-hmm. you know, House on Haunted Hill type-ish. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. they got some cool graphics in there where they take these keys, unlock the back of the heads, and, and whatever key you get is a different type of, uh, I don't know, fantasy or whatever. Oh, yeah, new okay. gate or open to another dimension. Some yeah. will make you, like, pass out, but your your soul is, like, flying around outside and stuff. Oh, Jesus Yeah, there's Christ. a lot of cool stuff in it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hannibal creator Brian Fuller is directing a new take on Stephen King's Christine. Oh. <laughs> what am I, taking every one of yours? You are. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget to fuck yourself on the way out. Yeah. But no, I am actually really excited for this one. You know, I love I love the original Christine. Oh, I do People too. People point to it as one of John Carpenter's worst movies. I'm not mad at it at all. No, I'm not either. Um, the guy that played in it, oh man. Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah. The kid from uh, Back to School. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not mad at it. Uh, I'm interested to see what somebody else might do with it. I'll tell you right now how you fuck this up. Huh. You change the car. 
Yes. If you, it's not a Plymouth Fury, right. there's going to be a lot of bad vibes. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, so for those that don't know, Stephen King's Christine was published in 1983, which is the exact same year the original movie was released. Um, also, Bloomhouse is currently filming a new take on King's Firestarter, too. Yeah. So Bloomhouse is in charge of both of those. Yeah, I'm into that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was never that into Firestarter. Uh, I was, because um, when I was a kid, you know, it's Drew Barrymore, you know, and yeah. it was like one of those things where, hey, she's like the same age as I am, you know, she's really cute. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, E.T. and, you know, right. just following yeah, her up. Totally. Uh, that, was, that was a pretty cool thing for me. I was like, oh, wow. And I, I liked it. I liked the dad because he was able to, you know, get into people's minds and his nose would bleed and all right. that stuff. Yeah. So I'm ca- kind of curious, you know, how this fire starter is going to go and... I, I, I'm ready for it. It always felt to me more like a superhero movie if there was no uh, heroics involved and yeah. the superheroes were just regular dudes. Almost like what X-Men kind of was <laughs> not based of, off of, but yeah, you know. Kinda. <laughs> yeah, kind of. It felt almost more like the boys. In a way, oh, yeah, yeah. Kind of. Like they're, just, they're actually just regular dudes and they're kind of screwy in the head mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Yeah, I'm into that. Uh, that's all I got. What do you got? Rob Zombie. Oh, yeah. Has officially mm-hmm. confirmed the Munsters... As his next movie. How do you feel about that? It's going to be crazy. Uh, I don't know how you <laughs> I do that. Man. I, I, don't, I don't see how he's going to do That's that. That's my, my question. Because you take a, you, there are certain things that just pervade in a, in a Rob Zombie movie. There's yeah. like a white trash element. There's usually some serious brutality involved. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like, like some strippers usually and some weird... Uh, Sherry Moon Zombie's going to give an old guy a hand job behind mm-hmm. the van kind of a thing. Yep. Monsters was a family comedy. Yeah. So what are we doing here, I wonder? Are I they going to eat somebody? I hope so. I would love to see like a like a horror Monsters. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, to be honest, I'm, I've always been an Adams Family kind of a guy. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't know what we're doing. I'll check it out either way. Yeah. I, I remember the first uh, episodes of Monsters um, when they had a different uh, wife in there. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I don't remember uh, that. She was in there for half an episode, and then they got the other chick. Oh, shit. Yeah. She didn't make it through a full episode? She didn't make it through a full she episode. She must have been terrible. Yeah, and it's actually released. Oh, wow. Yeah. Look at that. Mm-hmm. All right. Or when they turned it from black and white to color, how green Frankenstein was. I remember was. that, yeah. Because <laughs> they used to show reruns of that on TNT. <laughs> yeah, it looks like, so weird watching it color. This is like a weird pastel kind of a, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, things they did thing. for cameras back then. It's true. Mm-hmm. You know, funny thing, uh, my dad grew up in Los Angeles, in mm-hmm. like the North Hollywood area, and he lived right down the street from the guy that played Grandpa Monster. Oh, nice. Horrible racist. Really? Horrible racist. Yeah. Wow. Supporter of the American Nazi Party, that guy. I'm surprised he was in it, considering it's black and white. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. So there's that for you. Uh, lastly, it looks like Cheryl Williams. That name ring any bells? Probably not, off no. the top of your head. Mm-hmm. Ash Williams' sister in the oh. Evil Dead movies. She is going to be a playable character in the upcoming Evil Dead video game. Okay, cool. So I don't know what they're doing with this, but it kind of feels like a Friday the 13th video game yeah. kind of a vibe where okay. there's going to be like four people in the cabin and a bunch of dudes playing deadites outside the cabin mm. trying to get in. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. what There's no gameplay footage out yet, but I'm okay. excited for it. Yeah. Uh, Cheryl hmm. Williams, by the way, you'll remember as the 
probably the hottest chick in the cabin and the one that took the tree uh oh uh sodomy and gomorrah right in the old uh whoop-de-doo mm-hmm. right out there yeah yes Hello. uh <laughs> i mean not a hundred percent into it but for a second there <laughs> it looked like, like she it might have you've been uh, having a good time out yeah. in the woods yeah a little te- <laughs> teasy oh <laughs> yeah no stop okay keep going oh, yeah. <laughs> right. all right so one nasty. way to get wood <laughs> <laughs> we got some listener mail here. Hot stuff. You ready All to get right. into this? Oh, yeah. Ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> listener mail. Oh, God, no. Listener mail. Booyah. Let's kick it off with a email from right here in Reno, Nevada. Here comes the cowboy. Hey, cowboy. Subject line, Warhammer 40K. See, that's something only me and the cowboy are going to understand, but just indulge us for a moment here, buddy. Evening, padded room. Hope everyone is doing well and made it in tonight. Oh, uh, don't have much this week, but still want to drop a line. Didn't get a chance to watch this week's movie. But from the trailer, it looks like it'll be entertaining, and I'll be checking it out when I get a chance. I did watch St. Maud a few weeks ago and thought it was pretty good. No clue on educate. I got him. But it sounds... You're going to kick yourself when I tell you who I am there. But it sounds very familiar, and I'm sure I'll be kicking myself when you say what it is. Now, part of my previous email that keeps getting blocked out. Darian, I actually get your Warhammer 40K references. (laughs) Ha ha. I used to play with my brothers and spent most of my money made most of any money I made on the game. Eldar were my race of choice, and I often tore through my brother's orcs with ease. Wow. I also have Warhammer Space Marine for the PS3 if you'd want to borrow it sometime. <laughs> I already got it, cowboy, but thanks for that. Uh, looking forward to the Terra Dome. Granted, I'm sure my horse isn't going to be going to go super far, but I'm going I'm looking forward to hearing the stories you write up, especially for Syl as her main goal is reproducing. Back to working my ass off and dealing with the wind. Hope everyone has a great week and catch you on the flip. Cowboy. All right. Dude, let me, t- Cowboy, let me tell you about Warhammer 40,000. Hmm. Um, every, like once every six or seven years, I go on this weird Warhammer 40,000 tangent. Now, buddy, you don't know what we're talking about. It's this ridiculous miniature-based game where you basically play with army. Yeah, men. you and Mike G used to play with that. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I was there a couple times. Were you? Yeah. yeah. We, you basically play army men as adults. Yeah. Uh, every like every six or seven years, I go absolutely insane. Spend probably about a thousand dollars on yeah. all this fucking crap. These little miniature guys and these tanks. And How shit. many have you painted? Uh, five. Yeah. <laughs> I've painted, I've yeah. painted five. Uh, I've spray painted a few with the intent of, of painting them like nice later. But if done and completed, I have five. <laughs> All I'm right. pretty proud of those five. <laughs> yeah. They are really nice. That's a really nice looking five miniatures I got. But, uh, but the, the reason I always walk away from it is because I have to go to the game store to buy this crap. And then once I get to the game store... I, You're um, like the old creep. <laughs> I, no, I immediately realized why I gave it up last time. Oh, yeah? These stinky... How much they cost? Anno- well, that too. But <laughs> yeah. These stinky fucking annoying clowns at the, at the game store 
are just all up in your business, and they want to know what's going. Hey, you gonna, you gonna, oh, you're gonna buy that book, are you? I wouldn't buy that book. No way. Oh, you're gonna buy. Oh, you're gonna use that good army. Oh, could it be good? Get, get the. Oh, f- dude, these motherfuckers do not. I told a story on the podcast once about catching a guy eating his boogers. Oh yeah, I remember that. That was at a game store. Yeah, dude. <laughs> no, and then uh, like I walk out with like three hundred dollars worth of bullshit that I don't need, mm-hmm. and I'm just looking back behind my shoulder, going, "These motherfuckers. Fucking look at these turds. <laughs> I am not spending a nanosecond of my time with these clowns. Mm. But Cowboy's a good dude. I know him. Uh, Cowboy, if you want to play Warhammer, you can You can do that. Uh, my son has recently discovered Warhammer, but he only plays it on the computer. Oh, we have okay. the Warhammer computer games, hmm. which is a lot cheaper. Easier and cheaper. cheaper <laughs> is what I'm going yeah. for. So, yeah, there's that. Uh, we got some voicemails to get to here, big guy. All right. Let's start things off down in the boogie down south with our main man from Alabama, Mr. Alan Chacha. Hey, Alan! Padded room, what's up? What's up, Alan? How's everybody doing? It's the, um, okay. I don't know. Daring over here, some cool. Hope everybody you did. Yeah. Uh, I know it's been a minute since called it in. Has. Inside yeah. of the Pterodome. I really dug Army of the Dead. Me too. Um, I like the idea of the smart, or kind of smart zombies, whatever you want to call it. Anyway, that's all I got. Y'all have a good one. Bye. I liked it too, Alan. That's good stuff. And there's a lot to unpack in Army of the Dead. Easter eggs abound. I'm not going to bog you down with all the the fan theories and the conspiracy theories and the robot zombies and the aliens and the Batman and all that shit, but... Uh, if you if you feel like watching that one again, there's a lot to look out for, amigo. I've watched it like four or five times already. It's awesome. I just can't get enough of that. Yeah. Movie. Uh, let's get down to beautiful Southern California. Here comes Monica's pot boyfriend, Mr. Tom Hardy. Hey, Tom Hardy. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Pedroom, how's my favorite degenerates this week? So far, so good. I oh, hope yeah. everyone's doing good and... Mm-hmm. Uh, well, most of us. I'm glad I got last week. Okay. She wasn't able to get in. Uh, I know you're behind the mask. There you are. And there you go. All right. Uh, I don't know what's up with your phone there, Tom Hardy. Yeah. Oh, here he comes. I'm sure. Okay. Um, I could read the transcript, but it's... Uh, Miss Monica. Oh, here he comes. Nope. Okay, let's go with the transcript. <laughs> she's not... She's not ugly, no. No, she's not beautiful. Is she talking about Monica? Monica? I hope so. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not quite with her face, and it's just like... <laughs> okay. Uh, it was enjoyable, and the flick children can play with wage. Yeah, you know, an eyebrow or... You know, her left nostril is slightly larger than the rest. Some bullshit. <laughs> yeah. 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 Anyway, about Monica. <laughs> regular schedule program. That okay. You know, I'm able, uh, able to catch your flip. Uh, I care a little bit. Uh, my, something more. You know, the, you know what I'm talking about. No. No, we don't. Yeah, it's not... Not really my... Okay. I, 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 good. I mean, 
We can't say you was a backflip. I think obviously. he's in a wind tunnel. All that. What happens during the movie? No. I don't know what happens during this phone call. <laughs> Love that Google voice. It didn't seem to drag, but okay. that's all right. All right. Okay, following that trend since, uh, oh, what's the fucking movie? Okay. Okay. Uh, he's going to get GP. Where it's got to be something bigger than just, you know, scary monsters. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. See this? This is what I hear when my wife is yelling at me. <laughs> hey, well, not yep. a bad flick. Okay. Yeah, it was enjoyable. In yeah, I agree. <laughs> I also catch this flick. Um, children should play with dead things. Children shouldn't play with dead things. Oh, I thought it was Dead Fish. <laughs> that either. That's a good movie, though. I've seen that. Um, I don't know why. Like, I would always hear out this movie. Okay, now, GP, I'm going to read the transcript. Oh, this will be interesting. It's not going to make a lick of sense. Bedroom, house my favorite, Degenerous, this week. <laughs> I hope everyone's doing good, and I'm glad I was able to get in, in back behind the mask. What about I'm sure... I'm in small, is it? No, not really. No, no. She's not beautiful. I don't know. Not quite with her face. And it just seemed like a second. You know, an eyebrow or, you know, left her left nostril is slightly larger than some bitch. Like, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, sorry about that. Get back to your regular schedule program. Able to catch. I feel something, you know. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Wage? Uh, I mean, you can't say it was... Catholic is obvious, all that what happened. Short flip, but I mean, okay, it didn't see it, but it what, what the, but it was this is all right since birth of funky movie. Find where it's got something bigger than just scary monster. I got to be, you know, getting, hey, still not a bad flick. It was enjoyable in the flick. Children can play with wage. Well, see if I don't know why I like, I would always hear out this. <laughs> there you have it, folks. Uh, he called back. GP'd. G motherfucking P. Oh, I hear him hey, good that yeah, time. Yeah. Now he's got it. Anyway, uh, I didn't think I was going on that long, but oh, let, you're me, fine. let me wrap this up real, real quick. No. So, yeah, I don't know why, but I felt like this thing was always like around. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I'd, I'd hear about it, I'd see a mention of it in Fangoria or whatever, but I never actually got around to seeing it. And I watched it. It's, it's, not, it's bad. not bad. I mean, it's it's you know typical B horror movies from seventies, obvious low budget, uh, trying to be funny and ironic. But yep. but then I found out uh, it's got uh, Bob Clark as the director. I guess this is why it's constantly on people's minds, or it makes its tour around, is because um, the guy who did you know Black Christmas. Uh, Christmas Story. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he did this one as well. So I was like, huh, okay. But anyway, if you got a chance, check it out. Not a bad flick. You know what you're getting into. Uh-huh. Um, oh, as far as the uh, educating department, come uh, on now. Yeah, you know, come on, Darren. Oh, come I mean, on, Tom. I was, I was doing pretty good there. You know, you I had got a good this. little streak. I had like two, maybe three in a row. Come on. 
Let me just give you an idea for, uh, you know, future um, educating, some okay. clues, if you will. Sure. Um, so here you go. Like, uh, you could say something like this. This was part six in a series uh, starring uh, a man wearing a hockey mask and carrying a machete, <laughs> something like that. You oh, know, come kinda, on. Kinda help lead me into it, you know? I uh, think you could work on those clues for me. Okay. Anyway, don't know who you are. Hope all is well. Love you like family. Bye now. Love you too, Tom Hardy. Thanks for calling in, big guy, twice. You're going to kick yourself when I tell you who this is, who I was. I'll tell you right now. Because it's obvious. And I know you've seen the movie, Tom Hardy. You have to wait till later. You have to wait till later. I'm going to fill you in. <laughs> that was all we have on the listener mail, my friend. Oh, wow. Do you have anything for the cowboy, Alan, or Tom Hardy? Thank you, guys. Appreciate you calling and writing in. Absolutely. Thank mm-hmm. you guys very much. It's time to get into a movie, buddy. You ready for this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Am I am I ready for this? Oh no. <laughs> I don't think he is. Here we go. Pain and fear keep those doors closed. Do you think that you are the only killer in that hotel? Yes, there are regular customers, regular employees, but that's only on the surface. It will be an inferno. Yeah, it's Hotel Inferno from 2016. This one's coming in at 4.7 stars. It is not rated. It's written and directed by Guillermo DeSanti. Hmm. Uh, stars Rainer Burt, Borton, Barton, uh, Michael Howe, and Jessica Carroll. Now, funny thing about this movie there, buddy. Mm-hmm. Entirely first person. Yeah. <laughs> which is an interesting choice. It's It's been done. Yeah, it's been and done it's a lot. It's been done a lot better than this. Yeah. This is bananas. Yeah, this is all over the place. This is bananas. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's one way of putting it. Um, I don't. I'm gonna go here. I'm gonna go over here. <laughs> and then the voiceover actors. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like the guy that that was doing like our character was like the same guy that does the uh, Emmanuel after midnight voiceovers. Oh yeah, you know, <laughs> Emmanuel, I'm going to make love to you. I'm going to kill you, you fucking fuck. I kill you. I'm going to fuck you, and then I'm going to find you and fuck you again. And bash you over the head. I'm going to kill you again after I fuck you in the fucking fuck. Mm-hmm. What the hell are these guys? And it then, probably wasn't even the same voice as the guy who actually had the camera. No, I seriously. <laughs> yeah, it was like dubbed over. I seriously. Well, that's the, like the. I mean, I guess that kind of works in a weird way because. 
None of nope. There, there's no lines no. in this movie. No. It's all our nutsack voiceover. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing he's listening to in his ear. Mm-hmm. The occasional phone call from the girlfriend. Yep. And uh, that's, about that's about it. it. That's yeah. all the dialogue in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, so uh, we start off. We're in first person land, ladies and gentlemen. It's like playing a uh, goddamn video game. Uh, we start off. We are a hitman, and we are in the back of a limo being taken to a hotel. And uh, our phone rings, and it's our girlfriend. And the guy's like, hello, sweetie. I am sorry I won't be home tonight. And she's like, oh, you're working late. Is she a blonde or a brunette? And he's like, no, I am a computer programmer. I am working late in my office, hard at work. (laughs) What the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) What the fuck with this? And she's like, okay, call me later. Okay. And then once he gets off the phone, he takes this super cool pair of sunglasses and puts them on. Mm -hmm. And they basically become a heads-up display. Yep. Now, that doesn't really mean anything. There's like a bunch of weird numbers and shit going on like on the side of the the screen. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean nothing. And uh, But the good news, though, is that it has an earpiece attached to it, which yeah. is going to allow us to communicate directly with our employer. Mm-hmm. So now we get the full scoop. We are, in fact, a hitman. We're going to a hotel where our targets are, and we're going to have to kill a couple. So we get to the hotel. We get checked in, and the guy's like, are you sure that you, nobody at the hotel suspects you of being a hitman? No, I am here as a regular paying customer, and I am just a guy here to stay at the hotel. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now, I I have to assume that this is a foreign film, and that these voiceover actors are being ridiculous. Yeah. But, alright, alright, I'll play along. Kind of have to go with it. I'll play along. Uh, he gets checked into his hotel room, and the voiceover actor guy's like, do you want to know more about your targets? And the guy's like, yes, please. Uh-huh. Your targets are a couple of deranged serial killers, and they are in the room right next to yours. You must kill them in the very specific kind of a way, and you must wear these glasses so that we know that you have done the job correctly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, how would you like me to kill these two guys? First, we are going to show you some footage of some of the videos that they have sent us. What? Okay. Are you going to do this the entire time? I could, I could do it. I could probably do it. <laughs> yeah. After, pretty soon it's going to devolve into... Wow! <laughs> 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 no, you're not kill me, guy. I kill you instead. I kill you. You don't kill me. I kill you instead in the face. <laughs> that's basically what we're gonna get into, <laughs> and that's like ninety <laughs> percent. All right, so uh, he's because he's wearing these high speed, low drag uh, glasses. We can the employer can like show him things, and apparently this serial killer couple. And the room next door has sent this criminal agency footage of their latest kill. And it's like a guy getting stabbed in the neck. And then uh, the the husband of the serial killer couple puts on like a leather face mask and does a little dance. And it's very gruesome. And then mm-hmm. there's like uh, hands playing with guts. Okay. These two are very dangerous. They must be eliminated. Okay. I can do the job for you. 
So the way that these <laughs> the way that these two have to be killed, and this doesn't make a lot of sense, is that uh, they left a couple of weapons. No guns, number one, right? Which isn't going to make a lot of sense in about five minutes from now. Mm. Um, they there's a couple. They left a couple of weapons in our hotel room. One of them is like a pair of garden shears, and the other one is like a weird bone tomahawk without the blade kind of a situation. Yeah. Look like, I don't know, man. I don't know what we're doing here. One of them's like a, an edged weapon with a dual handle. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. And the other one's like a weird uh, mini club deal with like a, a rope around its handle. Mm-hmm. So the guy's like, okay, I will take care of this for you now. And he goes, and uh, he's got a master key to the whole hotel. So mm-hmm. he goes, and he goes into the other couple's hotel room. One guy's uh, taking a shower. The young lady is on the bed. Mm-hmm. And he creeps right up on her with, oh, the, yeah. with the bone club thing. And he bashes. <laughs> she's like, hey, what the hood's behind me? And then he's like, I'll kill you now. And then he bashes her head in. Mm-hmm. And then we get like, bang, bang, bang. It's pretty. Th- I will say this. The gore in this movie was pretty cool. Practical effects. Yeah. Uh, very like visceral and a lot of schmutz being flown about mm-hmm. and things like that. It's, it's pretty cool. Um, bashes her head in. Now the the way they want this kill done, these kills done, is that he must bash their heads in, remove the brain, yep, flip them over, mm-hmm. cut open their midsection, and remove anything that's in their stomach. And this has to be recorded via the high speed. Uh, Hitman goggles. Yeah. Why? Don't know. Don't know. Doesn't make sen- make a lick of sense in the scope of the movie. None whatsoever. All right. Well, anyway. <laughs> hey, this is what you got to do. Okay. All right. Perfect. So that's what he does. He bashes her head in, uh, reaches in, and like does like a mashed potatoes thing with her skull. Mm-hmm. Pulls out the brains, and he's like, "I got, I got the skull for you." And the guy's like, well done. You've managed to kill one of the serial killers. <laughs> and then the guy, when he flips her over, he realized that our young lady serial killer is wearing the hot, same high-speed goggles that he is. What? And he's like, what is going on? Yeah. You have given these goggles to these ladies, too. And they're like, are you serious? You need to kill the guy or you will be in breach of contract. And we won't do the same to you. Do Do you think you are only killer in this whole hotel? (laughs) Right. And the guy's like, ah! So he goes into the bathroom where he thinks the guy is taking a a bath or a shower. And then we find out that, that, well, first off, the guy is in there and he's like in a pool of his own blood. And he's like pulling his own brain out. So first thing. What the hell is going on here? First thing our hitman does is produce a gun and shoot him once. Why not? It doesn't kill him, though. Because then the guy turns around and he's got like a red skull face. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, they finally sent somebody to kill me. Eh? It's going to be you, is it? Ah! Yeah. <laughs> at, at this point, I was like, I know what's going to happen at the end of the movie. This is dumb. <laughs> like, this is uh, a very high concept. I'll give you that. But yeah. done in a very dumb way. Yes. And that is... Not okay. No, I mean, right? It's uh, I get what you're doing. I'm, I'm digging the vibe, mm-hmm. but unfortunately, you've got about another hour and eighteen minutes to fill. Yeah, it's and what, it, not a lot to fill it with. Yeah, it reminded me of one of those. You know what? Let's put a bunch of hitmen yeah. in like one hotel, 
and just go at it. Action sequence after action sequence yeah. after action sequence. I'm not mad at that. Right. One of my favorite movies of all time, Mean Guns. They put a bunch of hit, oh yeah. They put a bunch of hitmen in a in a brand new prison. Mm-hmm. Let them go at it, and all kinds of nonsense goes down. Yeah. I love it. It's good uh-huh. times. But this one uh, with the first person. So anyway, here comes the Red Skull taking a bath, and he's like. You had to kill me because I need to feel the pain to feed her. Because if you don't feed her, she's going to come out. She's going to be angry. And the guy's talking to his goggles. He's like, what is he talking about? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. I, I killed the guy. And then the other guy on the goggles is like, shut up and do your job. Or somebody will be there to kill you as mm-hmm. well. And the guy's like, eh, I don't know. So he ends up shooting the red skull in the head, yep. which he wasn't supposed to do. And then the uh, guy in the goggles is like, you are in breach of contract. Yeah. You are going to have a hell of a time getting out of my hotel now. So now from here, and we can glaze through a lot, like an hour's worth of content here. Because basically what we have is us, the hitman, mm-hmm. going room to room, dealing with one thug after another. another. Yeah. They must have had a sale on black leather jackets. Right? Because every fucking person in this movie is wearing a black leather jacket. Pleather. Pleather. <laughs> and they're all... I think they had like one jet black ladies wig that they yeah. all passed around. <laughs> right? Because that fucking thing got some miles on oh, it. It sure did. <laughs> it really did. He goes and he's like, oh, I got to get out of here. So he goes running, taking off out of there, uh, hauling ass through. The, all of a sudden, the lights go out. It's dark in there. Mm-hmm. He breaks into a maintenance closet. And there's like another Eastern European dude in there. And the guy's like, oh, so sorry. I broke into your uh, closet. Why everything covered in plastic? I'm not supposed to be here. I just leave in, okay? Okay. And the guy's <laughs> like, yeah, okay. You do go. You go ahead and go. And then the guy reaches for the handle and he's like, okay, I'm going to go now. And the guy's like, yeah, no, you go. And then as soon as he turns around, the guy in the maintenance closet starts clubbing him with like a club. But we fight our way through our uh, Eastern European friend and club him to death. So after that, dude, it's it, there's not a lot of story. It's just this guy going room to room to room to room, banging his way through all these uh, leather-clad mm-hmm. uh, ladies' wigs wearing... Uh, <laughs> I, I will give it that. There's like a lot of heads being bashed in. Yeah. Um, there was the part where he affixed the jumper cables to the door handle. Oh, And then the yeah. guy comes in and he's... <laughs> and then yeah. blows him up. That was pretty cool. Um, that was actually kind of dumb because he kills that guy. That guy comes in and then the door locks behind him and it's like a fingerprint lock. Yeah. So he's like... Well, now I have to blow the, f- the fingerprint lock. So uh-huh. he hooks it all up again. Why don't you just use the finger of the guy that you just killed right. to get into the... I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't, I'm not, I, I, you can't ask too many questions with this shit. But uh, everything, that's how it goes down. Uh, but eventually, he makes his way into like a basement where we see like a weird cult kind of a dead body strewn about with candles situation going on like human sacrifice mm-hmm. and then uh because he has discarded the high speed low drag glasses um our uh english friend the guy that hired us comes over like an intercom and he's like you are so stupid you have made your way to the basement where all of the terror happens she will wake soon, and when she does, she will kill us all. She must be fed pain, and you were supposed to supply the pain, but you didn't do it. <laughs> and the guy's like, I don't know what you're talking about. 
I'm going to kill you when I find you. And the guy's like, I'm not even in the same country. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So apparently, all right, they've got like a weird cult thing going on here in the hotel. This elusive, quote unquote, she is supposed to arise because she has not been fed the correct amount of pain. Mm. Apparently she digests pain in some weird way. And now she's pissed off. And at some point, she's going to come out of the basement and start wrecking the hotel and probably kill us, uh, the hitman that didn't do the job correctly. Right. So look out for that. Uh, that's the bad news. But you would, if you think about this, we have already killed like four other hitmen mm-hmm. at this point in some fairly gruesome ways. And you would think that like the pain index would somehow counterbalance since you know she's here in the building and she could somehow ingest their pain since mm-hmm. we're blowing heads off and hitting people with crowbars and electrocuting guys and things like that. But whatever. Again, let's not ask questions. Uh, he's like, oh, no, I got to get out of hotel. So he goes running out through the hotel. Again, kills like three or four more guys. Eventually makes his way through like a it's, – it's broad daylight outside while this is all happening. Gets outside, finds himself some grenades. Now we have like we realize that everybody in on or around or or is employed by this hotel is one of these Eastern European thugs. So mm-hmm. now we have like a mad mob running at us uh, to come kill us because we didn't do the job. Mm-hmm. So we throw this part was actually pretty cool. There's like guys climbing over a fence to get at us. So we throw a grenade. And we blow, like, four guys to bits. And a lot of them get, like, wedged in the fence. Like, their faces get wedged in the fence. That was pretty dope. It was, yeah. That was pretty cool. It's like, holy shit. I didn't think that was going to happen. No. (laughs) (laughs) That was a serious grenade right there. Because we just killed, like, four or five of those guys, we find ourselves a shotgun. Mm-hmm. And then we go full on into uh, PlayStation 2 Doom mode. Yeah. Where we're just running around blasting <laughs> blasting these clowns. Uh, at one point, we come to a boss battle where there's another leather-clad clown in a lady's wig uh, wielding two meat cleavers. Mm-hmm. And he's like a big fat guy. Uh, so he's coming at us. We get banged up pretty good. Yeah. Uh, he like takes a, a cleave at us and you know, slices our hand open and stuff. But eventually he steps on one of our improvised grenade booby trap Mm -hmm. things, blows him to bits. Uh, From there we get captured. Oh, there's one guy that has a shotgun that shoots uh, weird hypodermic needles. Mm -hmm. So he blasts us in the leg. It looks like the... It's got the same glow shit from uh, Reanimator. Yeah. So I don't know how the reagent or Dr. Herbert West got brought into this equation, but <laughs> he blasts us. It happened. Little, it did. And now we're going to get reanimated. He blasts us in the leg with a fucking uh, hypodermic needle reanimator shit, mm-hmm. uh, which knocks us out. Mm-hmm. Not, But we get his shotgun away from him, shoot him in the face with the same thing, blow him to bits. When we come to, we are... Um, Restrained, and our hands are like laid out on a table in front of us, like and a, like uh, an interrogation type interrogation. But they're not really asking any questions. No, they're just talking a bunch of shit. Yeah, and it's the same clown that has been coming over the intercom, and that he's got one of his thugs in the room with us, and he's mm-hmm. like, "We must pay her in pain. She has already made her way out of the basement. <laughs> she is now." P- Greening the holes looking for you. She's going to devour your soul. 
we have to pay her in your pain now. Mm-hmm. So the thug starts bashing our hands with a with a hammer, hammer yeah. and bangs one of them like into like a spaghetti situation. It's pretty gnarly. Mm-hmm. And then uh, eventually we get because our hand is mush, we get that hand hand free, and we can free the other hand and kill that thug. And then we get out in the hallways where we meet, quote unquote, her. Mm-hmm. Now, what is her? Yeah. No fucking idea. Nope. Only thing I can equate her to is fire-breathing Skeletor. Oh. Mm. That's that's the only thing I can come up with. She looks... Uh, and I don't mean the classic He-Man uh, cartoon Skeletor. I mean that ridiculous... That ridiculous movie. 80s movie yeah. with Dolph Lundgren Skeletor. <laughs> yeah. Because that's a lot more what she looked like. <laughs> right. Except she, like, shoots sparks out of her mouth and... <clears throat> How's that go? <laughs> I believe she was German. And then uh, she uh, can let light the whole hallway on fire, and she uh, roasts a bunch of these thugs that are still trying to get at us. Mm-hmm. Um, we managed to subdue her for a minute or two, managed to crawl away, call our girlfriend, who is a real fucking snatch, oh, by man. the way. Right? Every time we call her, I'm 99% sure she's cheating on us. Yeah. So fuck her anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, But to be fair, we've been telling her that we are a computer programmer this whole time, which mm. is a lie. Right. And I'm pretty sure we banged some other chicks in our hitman duties, or at mm-hmm. least I like to think that we did. And uh, that's pretty gnarly. She's a real snatch. Here comes, quote-unquote, her, and then eventually she, quote-unquote, lights us on fire, and that's pretty mm-hmm. much the end of your movie there, buddy. <laughs> yeah. What did you think of Hotel Inferno? It's silly. It is wacky. Yeah. I want to like it. I really do. I, I, You know, I do too. It's just one of those, you watch it like, what the fuck, the entire time. <laughs> you don't get any answers. No. No, and you're not. I don't think you're supposed to. I think you're just supposed to be in like. But they make like four of them. There's like nine of these fucking movies, buddy. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not going to watch another one. No, I'm good. I I mean, my curiosity is peaked. I just don't know that I can handle like. Like, could you imagine watching this in a movie theater? I would throw up. Well, I wouldn't throw up, but I I watched this. If I was to see this in the theater, I'd be like, what the hell did I just watch? Where are they going with this? None of my questions are answered. No, no. Yeah, I. No, uh, it's Monica explained it to us last week. The guy is a hitman. He goes to a hotel to kill these two people. Turns out the hotel is like a gateway to hell. Right. I didn't. I would not have extrapolated that from yeah. this, this uh, plot. I don't know what the fuck is going I, on. I would have thought this guy was screwed at the beginning. Once he screwed up the way he killed. Um, oh, whoever it was. The Red Skull? Yeah, the, the Red Skull. Yeah. It's like game over. Okay, you know what? Now you're going to have to fight for your survival. Well, here's, he had no problem killing the chick. Right. Who, by all intents and purposes, was minding her own business there on the bed. Crept yeah. up on her, bashed her head in, took the brain out like he was supposed to. Yeah. And then realized she was wearing the same glasses. And what is and this? And there's the, there's the thing. It's like, once I saw that, I'm like, hmm, I know how it's going to end because... You know, you see this, oh, okay, well, if she's that way, they probably did the same thing with her. You got to kill these people in a certain way, and now it's your turn. And if you don't follow by the rules, which he screwed up on Red Skull, yeah. uh, it's probably going to happen to you, too. Yeah, <laughs> except we're just too much of a badass that we can 
hook up jumper cables right. to a doorknob. <laughs> a doorknob, yeah. blow people to bits <laughs> with weird impromptu grenade devices. Mm-hmm. It's fucking silly, man. Uh, I had a hell of a time finding this one. I actually tracked it down on a weird backwoods-ass Roku channel called TCL, hmm. which has a lot of other weird fucking movies on it did it have the uh, sequels to it too two three and four i didn't get that far into it no? i saw this one and said that will do <laughs> i'm gonna do. go back to shutter and watch something that makes remove from list remakes, <laughs> makes fucking sense to me yeah right it's not i mean i get what they're like i said it's high concept i get what they're trying to do i will give it credit for the attempt at special effects yeah Practical the special effects. effects were actually not too bad. Not too shabby. They're practical, and I don't think this movie had the budget that it needed. Yeah. Because, like, you can... This, the voiceovers were terrible. The, oh, God. <laughs> Emmanuel, I'm ready to make love to you. You know, I think you could have done a better voiceover. I could than... have. Totally. <laughs> I could totally be the hitman. Yeah. No, I am a computer engineer. <laughs> I am working late at office. You killed my father. Prepare to die. I'm going to fuck you. And then I'm going to find you and fuck you again. And then I'm going to fucking fuck your face. Yeah. That's that's what the fucking guy sounded like, man. (laughs) Right? Then the guy in the other one's like, you're so stupid. (laughs) I am not even in country. Oh, my God. It is bananas. I I understand why Monica liked this movie. This movie had Monica written all All over it. She is just look... I don't even want to know what she's doing while she's watching right? this movie. It's nasty, whatever it is. I will say that I don't know how I never heard of this before uh, right? Monica brought it up. Or this whole franchise. There's like yeah. five of these fucking things. Uh-huh. I'm, I don't know that I'm going to visit any of the sequels. No, I think one's enough. I'll, I'll maybe read a synopsis of a part two. I might look some of the other ones up, not to watch, but just see what the ratings are. If one's like higher than the other, maybe I'll watch that one. I don't I, see I don't see this as like a you have to watch it from one to five. No, uh, I think it doesn't matter which one you pick up on; it's all like the same thing. It's just going to be this weird first person action blood fest. Yeah, you know. I'd- so if one has like the highest rating, which if we just watch the highest rating one, I'm not going to watch any of the other. I no. I don't think I'm going to watch any of the other ones regardless, even if there is a higher rating. (laughs) Uh, It's rough, man. Uh, This would be a good movie to put on... uh, When you have family over. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) When the Jehovah's Witnesses come by. Yeah. They want to come in and... Wheel the TV out to the doorway. Come on in, folks. Hey, you know, I wanted to pause this, but I was like, you know what? You came to the doorstep. Here, why don't you watch this with me? I'm going to read your literature. (laughs) If you watch this. You come on. We're going to check this out. Yeah. Then we'll talk about it. Have a seat. Here, I'll I'll even pop the popcorn. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, guys. Imagine you're a hitman in a weird job that doesn't make any fucking sense. Why not? I say you can probably skip yeah, Hotel you can probably Inferno. Skip it. Uh, if you've seen it, if you'd like to tell us about it, if you'd like to defend this movie. Yeah, if you're a fan, let us know. Please do. 
Uh, the Padded Room 2011 at Hotmail.com or the Mental Health Hotline at area code 775-387-0275. If you're a fan of this, I want to know what other stuff you're a fan of because I don't see uh You know what? <laughs> I don't like any of the movies you guys have been covering, but this one. This one. <laughs> this this one. Yeah. Well, let me tell you about some weird anime. This is the best episode so far. <laughs> you guys are on fire. Yeah, if you like this, check this one out. Let me tell you about this VR first person <laughs> fucking shitstorm. Yeah. <laughs> right? We're going to take a break. We'll come back with some other stuff, you maniacs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the demons hate you. The demons hate you. The demons hate you. The demons hate you.
Hey inmates, if you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And we are back. Yeah. Buddy? Yes. Should you find yourself in a bizarro hellscape hotel situation, just leave. Just go. Just walk out. Yeah, but you got to realize when you're in that kind of predicament, you leave, you know the same shit's going to happen to you, right? What? They're going to come after you. Don't go back to that hotel. That <laughs> The whole problem of that movie was centered at that hotel. Yeah. Get the fuck out of there. Walk. The guy got outside. He was running through the woods. And he would have been just fine if they hadn't shot him with the, the reanimator reagent right. and taken him back. Get out, dude. Walk away. That's what I say. <laughs> yeah? Uh, I'll be checking out now. Have, uh, <laughs> yeah. Bring my car around, please. And then you know what happened? As soon as you go to check out, that clerk would just shoot you You think right so? There. Oh, or yeah. would be like, Mr. Brock, we have some pay-per-view charges we need to discuss. Pay-per-view with charges. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we're not talking about personal oh, shit. checking right. out. What, uh, <laughs> hey, we don't need to t- give the titles here in the, here in the lobby. Uh, let's see here. You have sluts with butts. Uh. Big, big-breasted bunnies. <laughs> Milfs with attitude. <laughs> oh, look, all right, all right. I'm, here's my debit card. Yeah. Honey, will you get the card we quickly? <laughs> Can you keep that Just down, keep please? Just keep it quiet, you jackass. <laughs> yeah. You're going to get me in trouble. <laughs> God damn it, buddy. Are you ready to get into the first match of the 2021 Terradome Tournament? Hell yeah. Let's get it on. No tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. I'm not going to hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your brains in. I'm going to bash them right the fuck in. I'll kill you all. I'll try to be crazy. I'll kill you all. I'll dream come true. Six-year-old child with this blind, pale, emotional face. The blackest eyes, the devil's To the Terradome. Here we go, inmates. In the 2021 Terradome tournament begins right now. For the first time in a very, very long time. Man, it feels like forever. Inmates, bear with me. I am not a writer. Here we go. It started with nightmares. Disturbing dreams of death and decay. Then evolved into hallucinations, erratic behavior, loss of appetite, and full-blown paranoia. Something had Alicia, and it was not letting her go. 
Unfortunate for Dr. Fibes, Alicia was his assistant, and he had neither the time nor the patience to attend to her mental health. He had matters of his own to attend to, grave matters of revenge. Nine would have to die. Nine would have to atone for their sins against him. Nine would pay dearly for the negligence that caused the death of his wife. But, admittedly, it would be much more difficult without Alicia. She was a good assistant and a gifted chemist. He recalls the days leading up to the beginning of her illness, the days that they spent in Japan in search of pufferfish venom, (laughs) the days they spent at the old house with a violent past. In singles competition, we have the abominable Dr. Fibes versus Kayako. Buddy, how say you? I'm going to go with Kayako. Now, that's a logical argument to make, Mm -hmm. and I would be inclined to go with Kayako also. Because Kayako is the supernatural element in this fight. But, but, as you'll recall, in the return of the abominable Dr. Fibes, he fought and bested a 300-year-old mummy using only his wits and his engineering expertise and his strangely out of place but it was a mummy smoking hot young assistant that he always <laughs> seems to have around him that i never we never really got any kind of an explanation for no. but it's still pretty exciting to me i don't know intriguing don't, intriguing to say the least <laughs> for that reason i'm gonna take the abominable dr five not because of him because of his mostly assistant. for her because she's <laughs> yeah. i mean i love me some vincent price but what the fuck is really going on there mm-hmm. because they never speak dr five's assistants no. never say a word yeah but they're always hot all right, that is your Terra Dome matchup for the weekend, mates. It is the abominable Dr. Fibes versus Kayako in round one of the Asylum, Asylum Conference in the 2021 Terra Dome Tournament. What say you? Get us your votes by next week if you can, inmates. The mental health hotline is area code 775-387-0275 or on the regular old email at thepaddedroom2011 at hotmail.com. While you're contemplating that matchup, we have to tell you what movies we got to watch this week in a little segment called, What Are You Looking At? What are you looking at? Dude, the weird shit that shows up on Amazon streaming. Uh-huh. Have you seen it? I've seen a lot of weird shit on it's Amazon. Just, it's just bananas. I, I found one. I, just, I don't know. I don't know that I found it. I think it just kind of was on when I woke up. Okay. It was called The House of the White St- The House and the White String from 2020. Hmm. Haven't heard of that one. More of a short. It's about 45 minutes long. But basically, this guy buys a house at a police auction, fully furnished. He goes there. He checks it out. Naturally, the place is fucking haunted. He's mm-hmm. videotaping everything because he wanted to document the damage to the place and all that. Um, there's like a white string attached to a mirror. He pulls it off, comes back the next day. It's reattached. He ends up sewing his mouth shut with the white string. Hmm. There's like an old, there's like a backstory involved. And there's some somewhat creepy scenes. But it falls into that realm of the found footage paranormal. Huh. Which immediately says zero budget. There is no budget to this. Yeah. And uh, not a whole lot of 
As soon as you said white string, that's not what I was thinking about. You were thinking about tampons. Yes. You nasty fucking guy. You nasty. <laughs> what happens if you tug the string? You nasty. What's going to come out you when you pull the string? You nasty guy. <laughs> that, that's a horror movie you right there. You are nasty. Eric. No, you are a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna make a movie about that. You know what? <laughs> I'll Night show of, you. Not the living tampons. How do you like that? <laughs> right. <laughs> I watched that, and then I watched uh, Spookies from 1986. Oh yeah. I got an episode locked and loaded of the pediatric ward. I'm gonna drop that probably tomorrow. Very nice. On the Spookies with me, the Big Deke, and Little Miss Daff. Very cool. So check that shit out. That's all I'm looking at this week, kiddo. What do you got? I checked out uh, two episodes of Lucifer. The, like They did these expansions because they ended the season and they decided, hey, you know what? Let's bring out like eight more episodes on the same season. Mm-hmm. So I was watching that and they decided to do a musical. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, it really wasn't that great. <sighs> it, it turned into glee all of a sudden. Oh, no. Yeah, the whole episode was this way. Uh, not very good. It is okay. All right. Uh, the other thing I saw uh, was Cruella. Oh, nice. That's yes. Cool. That, that was a badass movie. So for all you uh, that are thinking about watching Cruella, I definitely recommend it. Very cool. Yeah. Definitely. I really it. liked it. In fact, I wouldn't mind seeing that one again. Excellent. Right mm-hmm. on. Check that shit out, inmates. Uh, all right. I guess it's time to roll into some immersion therapy. Oh, yeah. Immersion Therapy. So what did you think of St. Maud, amigo? It's all right. A little on the slow side. It was very slow. I'm not mad at that. You had to know there was like a certain sense of dread building. Yeah. Dude, the part with the fucking the with uh what were those nails in the soles of her shoes? <sighs> Youch! Ow. God. Get it. Yeah. Friggin' damn it. What are you doing? That's going to leave a mark. So, I mean, clearly our main character is not playing with a full deck of cards. Right. And I get that. And then when she gets fired, it kind of compounds. And then she adds the ultra religion onto it. Mm -hmm. And you know this is building up to something nasty. Yeah. You don't know what yet. It's going to be nasty. Yeah. Whatever it is. So, I guess my question to you would be, given the the culmination of this, do you think that the, the hospice patient was in fact possessed? Or it was all in Maud's head. I was thinking it was all in Maud's head until the end. Because at first it's like, oh, I'm just taking care of this old celebrity, right. basically. Yeah. And then, it's, I don't know, it was like, you know, just like that. It like flipped a switch. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Well, yeah. And she's like, oh, your suffering is going to be, it's not enough. Yeah, her voice changed yeah, and all that. Yeah, she does all that. But at the same time, it's like, look at Maud's behavior leading up to that. Yeah. With all the flagellation, mm-hmm. all the weird the fucking thumb th- nails in the shoes and all that. Yeah. The weird sexcapade that she went on with the fat guy. Yeah. She's getting herself hammered in the bar looking to suck a dick. Yeah. Well, God bless her. For it is what I said. <laughs> right? She jerked the other guy off in the back room. Uh-huh. Good on you, sweetie. Well done. Yeah. And then she goes home with the fat guy, and then she's like, ugh. 
I don't know, man. It was a yeah. weird. It, it was, was a weird movie. It was. It was very slow, very uh, psychological. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess uh, you have to consider the ending also, because it was like she lights herself on fire, I think, and then either A becomes an angel and spreads her big angel wings. <clears throat> okay, or, so here's my take on it. I'm, I'm listening. Okay, I'm so I, I think in her head. I'm doing this for the right reason. I'm going to, you know, I'm setting myself on fire in front of all these people. Look at me. I'm an angel, blah, blah, blah. And then right at the tail ending of it, it's like, this is what she's really going through. She's burning herself up and she's like, ah! <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. So like her mind is, is bigger than what, what she was really doing. Okay. Good for her. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah I, but what I didn't understand was, is she feeling the pain or no? Because so. in that in that uh, angel image, she's she's like smiling, like oh, I'm doing this for all these people. But then it's like reality check. Yeah. No, you're burning yourself alive in front of these people, and they're freaking out, and you're burning yourself up. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. So it, I think it would probably all boil down to her and her mental illness. Yeah. Thing, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes probably makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. Good show. Uh, more it, of a psychological. It's a thing. very slow. Very burn. slow. Yeah. But it's so, like seeing her spiral downward and like the decline of her mental state builds this sense of dread that you know something nasty is going to happen. Yeah. So I'll I was it hoping for it earlier than than towards the end of the movie. But I mean it was just like I'm just this hospice taking care of this whole celebrity. Yeah, there's this dude that's got a crush on her. They have their little fights. I walk in, oh blah blah blah. Oh, now she's a lesbian all of a sudden. That's fine, whatever. Yeah, you know, she's they're, they're kissing, making out and and I'm curious, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, are you going to eat a box? Is that what yeah, you're going to do? I, I kind of want to watch you eat a box. Yeah. Can I watch <laughs> you eat a box and then think about my box. I don't know. Uh I thought she was going to kill her friend, but she didn't. Yeah, I thought that too. Threw me for a loop. Yeah, because like she's like picking up the knife and following her out the door, and then all of a sudden she just like kisses her on the forehead. Yeah, and bids her a fond adieu. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. All right. Uh-huh. All right. It's an interesting show. I mm-hmm. say it's uh, it's definitely worth checking out if you're in for a slow burn and a psychological drama. Mm-hmm. Buddy, what do you got for <laughs> us this week? All right, this week let's check out 2021's. The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. This is the Warrens investigate a murder that might be linked to a demonic possession. And you will find this gem on HBO Max. Check that shit out, inmates. We'll do the same and compare notes next week. Yeah! In the meantime, it's time to educate Miss Monica. Mm-hmm. Or me. Educating Miss Monica. All right, my clues from last week. Buddy? Yes. Did you get it? No. Did you think of it? Uh, Mm -hmm. Let me hit you again. Okay. I'm going to do you real slow this time. No, not like last time. I did you fast. (laughs) Yeah. Fast and furious. Well, I was in a hurry. uh, You know, (laughs) got to go. You got to go. I am a army brat, teenager. And I have recently fell in love with a hot redhead. She is hot to trot. 
And we are in love, and I'm sick of my army dad telling me what to do, so I'm going to grab my hot redhead girlfriend, get on my dirt bike, and we are going to blow this town. But before we do, we have to stop by my dad's army base, because my girlfriend wants to know what really goes on there. Shit! We saw some shit we shouldn't have seen. Uh, we did some things we shouldn't have done, and she breathed in some shit that she should not have in, gotten into her lungs. Hmm. And now we are in big trouble because she has bitten one of the Latino local Latino gang members, and the whole posse is after us. We better hide out in the sewers with the homeless guys while she uh, jabs pieces of broken glass into her boobs and... Uh, is not really any longer attractive to me, to be honest with you, because it's kind of nasty. I have no idea. Return of the Living Dead Part 3. Oh, Buddy, Part 3. (sighs) That has the most ridiculous Latino gang of all time. (laughs) We're going to get that bitch, Holmes. I'm going to knock out a woman. (laughs) We have to make her pay. I don't think I've seen this one. You have not seen Return of the Living Dead Part 3? Not Part 3. I've seen 1 and 2, but I don't think I've seen 3. You don't need to go any further. Mm. You don't really need to go any further past 1, if you ask me. That's not as good as I know, 2 wasn't very good at all. 2 was dumb as shit. Yeah. 3 was kind of original, because it was only one zombie, and it was kind of a new thing. Oh. And then you can wad 4 and 5 up and throw them right out the fucking window. Yeah. Who who might I be this week, you ask? Hmm. So, me and my guy, we met a couple of chicks, and we thought we'd show them the local sites. We're out on our canary yellow dune buggy, and we happen uh, happen upon an abandoned nightclub. We cruise in there, and we're feeling the vibes, and then one of the chicks, an exchange student from Norway, decides she wants to go for a little skinny dip in the bay. Hmm. I'm a little weirded out by it. I mean, I want to see her naked, but at the same time, I don't know what's in the bay. Wouldn't you know, she happens upon a dead fucking body while we are breaking into the house to continue our party. From there, we all end up dead, and nothing ever cool comes from that. And I didn't even get laid. I just got a weird garden implement to the face. Hmm. I don't think anybody's going to get this one. This is obscure. Somebody might, somebody out there might. uh, I, I will say this. Uh, Italian. It's okay. Italian. There you have it. That's the best I can do for you. <laughs> okay. Italian, 1975. Um, fucking... Huh. A lot of boobs and a lot of sex in this one. That's, oh that's, yeah! I can't. I get. I already gave away half the title in the description. That's about as but the best I can do for you, inmates. All right, my friends. Thank you guys very much for joining us this week here in the Padded Room Podcast. Here in Hard R Month, coming off of Tubi Month, which uh, made me want to not podcast anymore. Hmm. Uh, join us next week for Vampires or Vampiros Lesbos. Oh, <laughs> oh. Get ready for more of my dipshit uh, voice acting. Also. <laughs> All right. Oh, you are like a Dulica outer labia. <laughs> Yuck. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's disgusting. Uh, we do have a uh, Patreon campaign running if anybody gives a shit. Uh, find anything you need to know about us. The link to the Patreon campaign. Paddedroompodcast.com is where you find all that stuff. Um, I believe the month of July is up for a bid. $5 will get you a t-shirt, a coffee mug, and control of the month of July. 
Find everything you need to know about that over at paddedroompodcast.com. Like, comment, subscribe wherever you found this. That helps our visibility quite a bit as well. In the meantime, for Buddy, Miss Monica in absentia, Vampiros Lesbos, weird guys with hitman goggles, uh, I guess hotels that are somehow the uh, uh, gates of hell or whatever, I don't even mm-hmm. know. First-person shooter video games, which can be fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, Cheryl Williams, who is apparently Ash's sister. Uh, weird white string that shows up in haunted houses. And the Padded Room podcast. I'm afraid visiting hours are now over. Bye, and have a great week. Yes.